This is Joel Duick with a little thing I've been calling Howell Creek Radio. This one is for Friday, June 27th, 2008. Well, I'm back. Um, no script this time. Uh, I've decided to make it a little more informal. So first a few house cleaning things, and then a synopsis of the status of the house project, and then the current events of the day. Um, house cleaning. Um, where to start? Uh, the way I originally conceived of this was I would uh, record something every day and uh, put it up for everyone's listening. but. Um, I ought to have known that that would never work, mainly because of the way I was doing it. Uh, the way I was doing it was I would write out in a one shot the um, the address, as I called it and conceived of it, uh, longhand in a journal, then record myself reading it, then uh, mix in some music and uh, edit it all down and upload it to the website. But uh, the process, although it results in a fairly compact and well-honed address is is still um, mentally taxing for something that you expect to be doing every day and so it didn't get done every day. You look for things new every day, something new to write about, something to describe, something to interest people and uh, when you have to come up with something interesting every single day you you soon run out of things after a month or two and then you tend to lapse and then by the time you get start again it's all piled up and you don't know where to begin which is kind of where I find myself today um, so I've decided to drop that part of it for now I might might do it every once in a while but I'm just going to outline things for you uh, as we as I go I'm not going to write things out in full or to invest the time in that right now I have uh, m an envelope in front of me that I've scribbled some notes on and I'm reading off of as I pontificate here and I've given myself a paper cut and I'm bleeding on the envelope. But that's neither here nor there. Um, the other problem that I had was the music. I felt that it was incumbent upon myself because of the high standard I set with the initial week's worth of episodes to come up with something eclectic and interesting and highly appropriate in the way of music snippets to record every day and I found myself spending more time looking for music than I was writing and uh, that's, of course, totally, um, well, backwards. I was going to insert a euphemism there, but I'll just say it was backwards, and uh, if I run across some interesting music, I'll put it in. Otherwise, I'll just go with the old standby, the reliable format that allows me to concentrate on the matter at hand. Um, and uh, so, on to current events. <laughs> been many changes since the last address, which was sometime in March or April or February. Um, a big one that comes to mind is my beard. I have um, dropped my formerly Roman um, aquiline hygiene habits and adopted the Hunnish ways of the Germanic peoples, which is to say I have ceased to shave my chin and have developed as a consequence a, a rather manly looking beard um, which I will nonetheless trim and keep in uh, the utmost 
gentlemanly condition uh, insofar as is possible with a beard. Um, the other funny thing, I suppose, is the uh, raccoon that is dwelling in our chimney. As near as we can tell, it's a young raccoon, and I tried smoking it out the other day. But I ought to have known better, because young raccoons like smoke, like young humans, they like smoke, and I surmise this by the fact that the young raccoon has come back for more, even after being smoked uh, out several times. Um, but the biggest thing that I have, uh, the biggest development that I've going on right now is the house project, uh, which I had hinted at before. I bought a very old house, planning to tear it down. You can find more information about that in the notes for this episode. I have no reason to rehash it all here. Um, but it is something else, uh, being a homeowner. It was a very, um, it was an easier transition than I expected. I did not feel as I walked out of the title company and burden of responsibility suddenly crushing me. But, um, I felt, I felt as though i I'd just written out a check and now had some new papers for my filing cabinet. It was odd that it didn't really hit me right away uh, back at the end of April when we closed on the property. But the next day, interestingly enough, I I did start to feel a little more like a homeowner. I felt um, I felt ennobled. I felt landed and propertied. And I went on a bike ride and I looked at all the other homeowners mowing their lawns, and I I wanted to walk up to them and say, I, too, am a homeowner. I feel the weight of responsibility that you feel. And I, too, share in a commitment to and better our community through responsible homeownership. Um, And, of course, the dialogue would have had to have ended there, and I would have had to excuse myself and um, continue my bike ride because... I would have been embarrassed to admit that the way I plan to embedder our community through responsible home ownership would be to tear my house down. Um, but as anyone who's seen my house has done, uh, they would agree with me that that is indeed the only responsible thing for a, a home, an owner of such a house to do, is to tear it down. Uh, but again, uh, that's all been rehashed elsewhere. I have been waiting since the end of April for my building permit. I've been waiting for um, plans to be uh, finalized, I've been waiting for surveys to be done, and now the papers have been all sitting in the city office of Robbinsdale for a couple of months waiting for the building permit. And um, no word. Uh, That's been a month now. There's also a separate parallel but separate process going on to demolish the house that needs a separate permit. The demolition company has submitted their permit to um, going on three weeks now, and nothing, uh, no word from them yet. Um, so you can imagine I was very anxious to receive word from them. They don't like to be hurried. If you call them and leave them a message asking about the status, they don't return it. They are too busy for that, presumably. They're very excellent people to talk with, but they don't like to be rushed. So you can imagine my excitement today when I received a letter from the city after six weeks of waiting. I opened the letter wondering whether they've approved or denied the permit at dinner time and come to find out that the letter, well I have it here, it says, Dear Resident, 
Tremendous voter turnout is expected for the primary and general election this fall. This is very good news, and it underscores the ongoing need. The ongoing need cities share statewide in recruiting and training election judges. Somebody wasn't uh, doing their job as an editor there. We are forming our Robbinsdale teams of election officials to administer the primary election on Tuesday, September 9th, and the general election on Tuesday, November 4th, 2008. So they are pressing me into civil civic service as an election judge. No word on the permit. Still waiting. Still answering the same question from everybody I run into. Have you heard anything about your house? No, I'm still waiting for the permit. It's getting old, and I hope to have some action soon. I want to film it being torn down. It's the opportunity of a lifetime. It'll be an exultant experience for the community to see this ramshackle old house destroyed. And uh, it will be a weight off my mind to know that it is indeed gone and progress is being made. Um, but there we are. Wait, watching, waiting, and commiserating is the modus operandi. <laughs> Now that I have, of course, obligations, that is, financial obligations to fulfill, which I did not have before, I uh, felt a uh, responsible person that I am that the only thing to do now would be to get life insurance. In case of my untimely demise, my obligations would be paid off and I would not be a posthumous burden, if that is the way to pronounce the word I'm looking for. Posthumous? Posthumous? burden uh, on my survivors uh, to pay off the um, purchase money mortgage on the property. Uh, so there's a uh, sprightly uh, fellow, a little bit older than I am, that my dad has used uh, for insurance vehicles and to whom he referred me. And I went ahead and signed up for some life and disability insurance at a nominal uh, monthly cost and as part of which I was required to have my first ever physical which I approached with fear and trepidation. This morning was the said physical at my office. I didn't know what kinds of terrible, just degrading things I would have to go through, whatever. I need a private office, which I do not have a private office at work. I understood that urine samples would be required. I understood that blood samples would be required. I didn't know what kind of measurements they would be taking. I didn't know what kind of questions they would be asking. Anything medical just kind of... Um, it sends out kind of an anti-gravity wave in my direction and I've just kind of naturally steered clear of anything medical. Never had a physical before. I've never gone to the hospital unless I could help it. I've never had health insurance since I turned 18. Never had any kind of insurance other than vehicle insurance. I've never been sick I've never studied medical things or health things, never had to worry about what I eat. And so uh, I just did not approach my um, body in the way that I might, the purely pragmatic and practical way that I might if I were uh, more familiar with it, I suppose. And today I had my first ever physical and it was better in ways than I expected, but it was um, hard in ways that I did not expect. Um, 
the uh, whole urine sample thing. That was all um, done with. That was fine. The questions were fine. I answered no to all the questions. I'm proud to uh, profess to you. And uh, believe me when I say that you must not doubt me that I did answer no to all the questions. And, uh, but the, the blood sample was difficult in a way that I did not expect. I've given blood twice, and I fainted the first time, not without good reason. The second time I was fine, which was a couple of years later. Um, it was completely voluntary on both occasions. The first time I gave blood was at Memorial Blood Centers. And uh, this was long before 9-11, before it was fashionable to give blood, as it was for a year after 9-11. Um, but the nurse who administered the medieval procedure was an older woman. I don't know whether she needed a new prescription or whether she was just not qualified to do her job, but she... Uh, she gave me a poke with a very large needle into my uh, forearm. She penetrated the skin and removed the needle three times, which is abominable considering the size of veins I have in my forearm. Uh, you can plainly see them in the dark. Uh, they're just that visible. But for some reason she uh, found the want of three attempts to, to try and find it with the needle before the blood would begin to flow. And on the third attempt, she prolonged the push and even kind of wiggled it around in an effort to get it in there. And it was upon this last provocation that I finally fainted and uh, was dead to the world for a small matter of 30 seconds. Uh, once reawakening from, I had no idea where I was or what I was doing there. Uh, the second time, I had a competent nurse who uh, did his job quickly, painlessly, and thoroughly, and I gave the required pint um, without so much as a queasy feeling. This time, I don't know why. It possibly could have had to do with the fact that I was not allowed to eat or have coffee or caffeine or juice of any kind. Um, before the 10.30 appointment, I was feeling weak. I might have had burdens of my on my mind of which I was only subconsciously aware, but I felt very lightheaded after the blood sample, which I did not expect. Seeing as the needle was small, I was able to watch it without a problem, but once it was all done, I found the want of nourishment. And uh, the examiner um, hopped up and snagged me a bottle of iced tea diet from the fridge, uh, and when I took a glug, I felt fine, but nonetheless unsettled. Uh, such are the sacrifices that a responsible man goes through uh, for the good of his near kinsmen. So I can happily say that I am now uh, an insured man, um, worth even more dead than alive, which is not a mark of my notoriety. That's all uh, that is going on, and uh, further updates as events warrant, as other folks are fond of saying. And I'll leave you with the uh, old standby theme music from Larry Hahn's Wall Framing.